party people! Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I'm your host, as always, Jeff Stormer. This week on the show, I am joined by Ned Donovan, cast member of the Encounter Party podcast and co-founder of Charging Moose Media, for a game, or really several games, of Spindle Wheel micro games. You remember Spindle Wheel, we've played it before on the show, it is a great game of card-driven you know, tarot-like interpretation. It is fascinating. The stories it tells are evocative and cool and rich, and I absolutely love it. The Spindle Wheel micro games are just that, a collection of micro games. These are games designed to last between five minutes and an hour, perfect for a podcast format, um, that are designed to tell quick hit, punchy, in and out stories. They are cool and evocative and so, 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 so cool, and I'm a big fan of them. You should you should check the show notes, find more information about Spindle Wheel Microgames. I cannot recommend it enough. And of course, speaking of things you should check out in the show notes, Ned is doing a number of cool projects, which he'll get into on the episode itself, including The Hunted Encore and At the Table, a play reading series, as well as Encounter Party, which is a story-driven D&D adventure podcast. I think you should check it out. You can find more information about all of the things Ned is working on in the show notes. And in the meantime, I'm going to throw it over to me in the past so that he can go get started with the show. Take it fast, me. I'm going to do one last level check and make sure everything is this, good. Because you shouldn't eat elastic. Yeah, she loves she loves eating it. She's like, this is for me, though. I, uh, that's my elastic. <laughs> that's my. That's for me. All right. We are good. Everything is recording. A uh, cat is going to mostly behave. cat's going to do its thing. Yep. If she jumps up, she jumps up. You live your life, boo. Yep. She, she's going to do what she does, and if we if we need to edit it out, we'll edit it out. Or, you know, she becomes a character. Yeah, who knows? All right. With all that said, let's go live in three, two... Thanks, future me. This week, I am sitting down with Ned Donovan. Ned, thank you so much for coming on Party thank of One. Thank you for having me. I always love the enthusiasm that I get. It's great. <laughs> it makes me... jazzes me up. So, real quick, at the top of the show, why don't you take a moment and let the lovely listeners at home know about anything you've got going on that you might want them to know about. Oh, man, so many things. Hey, y'all, uh, uh, I'm Ned Donovan, as said, I guess we just said that. But anyway, uh, it's, good that, it's good to reinforce it, you good know. To, good to get that locked in. Uh, my current podcast is called Encounter Party. We are five professional actors and improv comedians from all over the country playing a Ravnica D&D campaign written by a playwright, uh, Brian David Judkins, also known for Ukiyo Pop, uh, which is a... a uh, uh, he's an artist you've seen at conventions if you've been to Gen Con or Dragon Con or any of those and uh, we are currently about two thirds to three fourths of the way through our first season uh, it's been picking up really well so we're in the process of planning season two uh, other than that I run a production company called Charging Moose Media based out of Brooklyn, New York we have a wide variety of things you can check out we have another podcast called At the Table a play reading series that produces new plays from, uh, uh, from emerging playwrights as audio dramas awesome. and we also have uh, a variety of albums for you to listen to and our flagship product is a action comedy rock musical mockumentary web series about New York City vampire slayers called The Hunted Encore. Uh, there are two seasons available for you online. Uh, our second season was ranked fifth in the United States, 31st in the world in the 2018 web series World Cup, and uh, we would love for you to check it out. Damn. I mean, that's a hell of a pitch, I gotta admit. Like, <laughs> I'm a sucker for a strong pitch, and my goodness, that is a strong pitch, so I gotta give you that. Thanks I gotta give you that. credit for that. It's very niche. And very fun. 
I feel like the more niche, the better. I feel like niche is what makes the world go around. This is my argument. We're going to get along great. And then with that said, let's play a two-player role-playing game on microphone. For a podcast. <laughs> For a podcast. <laughs> Speaking so, that said, let's get into it. Um, this week, we are playing Spindle Wheel Micro Games uh, by Sasha Renault. Uh, we've played Spindle Wheel before on the show. It's a game that I really, really enjoy. We have our spindle wheel deck in front of us. This is a game of card interpretation. We have a tarot-like deck in front of us. We're going to draw some cards. We're going to interpret some results. We're going to tell some stories. Specifically, how this is going to work is we have uh, four different games in front of us. We have The Detective. We are de You are a detective summoned to a crime scene to investigate a freshly discovered dead body. We have Ghost Train. Uh, you are a ghost on a train riding through the afterlife, but you have lost your ticket and forgotten your stop. Meet the other people in the train, gather memories, and decide which stop is yours. We have Meet Me in the Field of Honor at Dawn, which is just a very good title. It's so epic. Uh, the two of you were close once, but those days are behind you, and it is time to settle your grudges for good. And we have The Mountain, which is you are a god locked in the peak of a mountain. You are also its followers, scaling the mountain to free your god. All of these games are very quick. They're in the 30 to 60 minute range. So we might, well, I think what's going to happen is we're going to play like at least two of them, maybe more, maybe maybe we stick with one, we'll see kind of, we're going to play for about an hour and a half and we'll see how many we fit into see that. See how we end up. Yeah, we're just going to have some fun. Um, so yeah, and then we'll kind of, maybe they link together, maybe they don't, we'll kind of see what happens. I feel like that's, that's going to be what happens here. Maybe this is four vignettes, maybe this is two connected stories. Who knows? Maybe, maybe this is the, the impetus for the next web series musical of uh, Charging Moose Media. Could be. Could Who be. knows? Who knows? I mean, that's... I feel like the stakes are high now. I feel like <laughs> we've set some very good high stakes. So, which of those do you want to start with? Which of the four games that we've got really jump out to you as the first one you really want to explore? The two that jumped right out at me were Ghost Train and Meet Me in the Field of Honor at Dawn. All right. Let's let's meet in the field of honor at let's dawn. Meet let's meet in, in the field, field of, of honor at dawn. At dawn, no less. All right. Meet me in the field of honor at on. I was. If I could say words. Would that you would like, be helpful. Would you like to... I'd love to take that again. <laughs> yeah, Thank okay, you. Great. Meet me in the field of honor at dawn is a two-player game that lasts thirty to sixty minutes. We were close once, but time and circumstance have destroyed any chance of reconciliation. We are going to settle this once and for all. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to ask you to draw the five facets that make your character, and you're going to arrange them as here. You're going to take a, let's see, one, two, three, four. Here are five cards. Thank you. I'm going to deal them face down. You're going to arrange them. Uh, you're going to have a desire. Uh, well, you're going to have a core, which is the fulcrum of your identity, which is made up of two cards. So there's one, two, three, four. Oh, you need a six card. It looked like six. You're going to have two cards that make up your core. You're going to have a crossing that complicates the core. Okay. You're going to have a boon, which is your formidable power, a bane, your closely guarded weakness, oh. your desire, what you want most in the world, and your plan, which is how you intend to get it. Okay. So let me flip out the same, and then we'll kind of reveal them step by step to kind of piece together who we are and what we're doing here. Great. So first, let's flip our core, which is our upright card. For mine, I have flipped famine, an off-season, a reliance on reserves or blighted soil, fallow fields, and poisoned rivers. I kind of like a reliance on reserves and an off-season. I like that whoever I... This this gives me the picture of somebody whose best days are behind them, sure. and that feels very evocative to me. That is that is my jam. Is is 
people who are three days from retirement are my everything. Absolutely. So I have the glacier, the tip of the iceberg, a grave underestimation, or I have eons past frozen in ice, glacial drift slowly carving canyons. I think it's the first one. I think uh, the tip of the iceberg, a grave underestimation, Mm. because the sentence a grave underestimation feels like a a thing that leads itself into why we're meeting in a field of of honor at dawn. Yep, it sure does. Yeah. So the crossing complicates your core. Mine is apostle. The discontent, the faithful, the faithful gladfly, persistent and critical, or a true believer, a zealous prophet, a servant of the pious, a servant of the pious. I kind of like I kind of like persistent and critical, especially when paired with like a reliance on reserves. I like the picture of the old it, if I'm if I'm past my prime, this means that I'm 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 pulled out of retirement or I'm pulled out of like a comfortable life to give it one last shot when I'm vastly like undergunned and outmanned. Like yeah. I'm out I'm out muscled and outgunned here and I'm but I'm coming out because like I couldn't leave well enough alone. This is the thing. Yeah. So so I got the nightmare. And the nightmare fears justified, omens fulfilled. Or a recurring terror, dreams of hellfire, lightning striking the steeple. Mm. Ooh, both of those are really evocative. Those are very good. Yeah. So, so I feel like with the tip of the iceberg, a grave underestimation. Uh, <laughs> Cat break. Cat break. Uh, okay, baby. Here you go, baby. <laughs> All right, and we're back. And we're back. So with Glacier, a grave underestimation, I feel like, like, I feel like this is where fears justified omens fulfilled Mm -hmm. comes because it feels like omens fulfilled would say like, this is something I always knew. Mm -hmm. The prophecy, the, the adventure was foretold to me and no one bought it. No one believed me. I love that. And now it's been fulfilled and I'm here to, to. To prove that. I love that. That's very, very good. Great. All right. So now we're going to flip. All right. How about you sit? There we go. That's fine. All right. So now we're going to flip our boons. These are the cards to our right. Okay. Uh, my boon is plague. Ooh. Great. <laughs> a well-weathered curse, a broken fever, an acquired taste, or, conta- or death, contagious and slow. Oh. oh, I really like a broken, I really like uh, like a well-weathered curse. Yeah. I like that it's just like, I like that, you know, oh, the clock is, t- like, the clock is ticking on me. Actually, this is my boon, my power. I'm almost certainly going to flip this to just death, contagious, and slow. <laughs> I, I am, my, my power is that I am relentless. Like, I just don't stop. When I get when I get on it, I just, I, I just kind of, I'm a train, a slowly chugging train that like does not stop until everything is ash at my feet. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, I love that. That's great. That's very, very good. I'm liking this a lot. My character just got a very interesting wrench in the gears. All right. I am the fool as my boon. All right. Wide-eyed and open-hearted, unfettered by cynicism or context, or close-minded and stubborn faith born of spite and i think that lives in that space of like fulfilled omens that no one bought i've been underestimated my whole life but have i been Mm -hmm. or have i been holding tight to something that has actually stood in my way yeah that's good right like the idea that like this has been the thing and i have believed it and it's one of those things where like you've believed it so long it has to be true or Mm -hmm. everything you are isn't real anymore right 
right? That's how it feels to me. So I'm starting to get a picture of like what the setting is for like our our showdown. Okay, right? well, how are you, how are you feeling? I'm feeling very 70s John Carpenter like uh like urban horror situation like an assault on precinct 13. I was feeling setup. very similar. I was feeling like trench coats and yeah. and like like leather fedoras big, in the rain. Big 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 coats, big lapels, open collars, very kind of like 70s pure darkness with street lights yeah. arcing through. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that feels right. That feels like where we are. It yeah. feels like we are and it feels like we are just about like we're just kind of careening towards each other, careening towards like an empty warehouse yes. to just both like show down against each other. Yeah. That feels like the right place. I just wanted to, yeah, that feels like the right place. Okay. We'll eventually lay out where we actually cross when we define our field of honor. But, but we're falling the, in the right yeah, world. Yeah, this feels like the right place. Absolutely. This feels like, this feels good. So now we're going to flip our bane, our closely guarded weakness. This is the card to the left of our spread up. I'm going to take a little picture of what we've got so far so that people will be able to see Great. what I'm talking about. This is a game that benefits the benefits taking frequent pictures, and also you're gonna get some good cat some good cat photos. Oh, I've got a good shot of your cat right now. Go, oh, I love it. Bam. I feel like people are gonna get game photos. They're gonna get cat photos. It's a win-win. Last night I was in my Pandemic Legacy Season Two group, and we have a puppy named Harper. And, right. Uh, Harper is just there all the time while we Perfect. play. Perfect. Love it. So my bane is, I'm definitely not flipping this. Because I am Hunter, the wolf in the woods, the monster in the water. <laughs> oh my goodness. That really complicates things, right? Yeah. Like, it is that, it is that, like, I definitely am, per I am perceived as the hero. If I'm the wolf in the woods, I am perceived as, like, the hero here. And I am secretly the monster in the water. Yeah. Like, I am, so what, so where, what I think I am, and I think I'm close, I think I kind of have a clear picture that I am very much a dirty, hairy, like, you know, renegade cop, but in the <laughs> sense, that, like, where in my head, like, I'm a cool, like, I'm cool, I put, you know, I shoot from the hip, I, I question orders. You've but got the, that lethal weapon vibe? Yeah, but the actual reality is that that person is a monster. Sure. And so, like, I'm picturing that I'm very much, like... I perceive myself as the anti-hero renegade, but in reality, I am a liability and and and, a, and like an oppressive force. Vigilantes right? are super cool till you think about it. Yeah, until you think about <laughs> it for literally two seconds. All right, uh, my closely guarded secret is goose down, a soft place to land, a whisper just above silence, mm. or a notable delay, a layer of numbness. And I don't know which of those I lean They're into more. Very, They're both very interesting both and very, very good. opposite of the character I've yeah. been building thus far, which is great because the secret that 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 they know deep down is that this is true. But no, if anyone finds that out, they fall yep. apart. And I wonder if I wonder if I think I think how I want to I think how I want to take this is that it's a soft place to land a whisper just above silence mm -hmm. and I think everything that we've been talking about with this character from the beginning the the grave underestimation yep. which says to me they're foolhardy and they're driven yep. and they get angry when no one blindly follows what they're saying sure. right and then their omens fulfilled that says to them they were justified in the yep. actions they've taken sure. today sure. but all of this stems from something very tender that happened to them yep. in a bad way like right. a secret about themselves that that never that they know is the cause of all of this, yep. but they will never admit it. Yep, I love it. That's real good. All right, now we're gonna flip our uh, top card, which is our desire. Uh, this is 
Okay, great. Great. Good. Okay, excellent. We both got some very good ones. <laughs> uh, so I have... Uh, siren. I'm definitely flipping this. I have Siren, a strangled scream, a klaxon wailing, uh, wailing in the fog, a message scrawl in blood, or a warning unheeded Jagginstones mistaken for safe harbor. I, I really like that... Uh, I really like a warning unheeded that, like... That, like, I... Whether, whether it's just... Hmm... They're both very good. They're both very good. And as a desire, they're so interesting. I'm definitely going. You know what? I, I think given that, that my character is a little bit of a is a little bit of a monster, I'm gonna go I, I really feel like a message scrawled in blood. Mm. If I was if I if it's if what I want is to send like a signal that like this that like, you know, crime criminals will not thrive. If I'm kind of judge dreading this where it's I'm a little bit of a fascist asshole. Sure. And I'm a little bit like like crime crime will not go unpunished in my city and I will leave those bodies scattered. And that's probably why I'm not a why I'm not like why I'm 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 retired is because there that's horrifying. You got forced out very quick. Yeah. Okay. Alright. So I got Mother of Monsters. Mm-hmm. Life spoken into the world volatile and unfamiliar or a vengeful force purging the poison from its home. Mm. And I I, I, th- mm. I, think, okay, I think this just put a hard left into my character, yep. but in one that I really like. So everything I said before, the tip of the iceberg, a grave underestimation, right? Omens fulfilled with this soft thing. Something happened yep. way back when. We'll yep. call it like origin story, childhood teenager, yep. right? Something horrible was witnessed by this person, right? And they have been warning about this. They have been saying that this is a thing and no one has mm-hmm. listened. And something has just happened that they think now, 50 years later, has proven them yep. to be true. And they are trying to purge the poison from this city yep. that they inhabit. So it, was, I, it feels like, and I don't want to, you know, yeah. just throwing this out as a suggestion, it feels like, given our setting, it was maybe like a mob hit or something. Yeah, absolutely. And like, you're like, I'm And I was coming. like, the mob owns this city yeah. and everyone said, no, no. I wonder if we were two sides of the same coin. Yep. We were both... We both believed in a different baddie. Yep. Right, and we are both we are both fighting for relevance almost. Yeah, and I I, I probably see you as a little bit, and then we'll get into our shared history to kind of flesh right. this out. But it feels almost like I see you as I see you as like an unlawful vigilante. Right. Hypocrisy, hypocrisy incarnate, <laughs> and 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 maybe and then you know that that feels like a very good reason why I'm like, well, I gotta I gotta kill you. We have we have to have this out. Yep. And so now we have a plan how we're going to get it. Windfall, a beginner's luck, an old habit, a new scar, or a fortune lost, a secret uncovered, a bullet dodged. I'm definitely going an old habit, right? Like it's, it's, I made a career, I made a career off of this. Okay. That gives me a very clear picture of who I am. If it's an old habit, if this is sometime in like the sixties or seventies and this is, and I am well past retired, then that means I am. Uh, an old, like renegade cop from the '30s, right? Like I was like nine, I was 20 years old in in it was 20 years old in like prohibition, right? And you're coming, I was an Elliot Ness. You were in your like prime right before World War II. Yeah, I was I was a I was a an Elliot Ness in prohibition, like cracking things with an axe. Yeah, and like that very quickly once 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 mob war in the streets stopped people went no we don't want that anymore that's not great and you're like no i have to and so now i'm coming back as this horrible reminder of like a, a harsher 
Like, so in my mind, this is the Wild West, right? In my mind, I am the sheriff. Cat has decided she's done with Kat us. Cat has left the table. Um, I've, I am, this is the Wild West, and I am the sheriff, and I am going to settle this. Now, the question, reality, the sheriff in your own mind, or the sheriff course, in reality? The sheriff in my own mind. Yeah, okay. The sheriff in my own mind. I have been put out to pasture because we don't do things like that anymore. Sure, you know? yeah. And this is simply me, this is me saying, like, nope, I'm taking it into my own hands. Woo. That's good. That is. I like that. So I got as my plan the mm-hmm. laughing mimic. Yep. A river babbling in a familiar voice, muffled words without meaning, or common bellows turned from furnace to songbook. Mm. So I, looking at that, I wonder if, okay, hear me out. And this may be going into shared history. Yeah. But what that says to me was that back in your prime. Right. I was just coming up. Yeah. My character was that was your protege of sorts. Sure. And I followed your every move because I believed in the same common villain. Yeah. And then something happened, right? I either you went too far, I went too far, we disagreed that the ends justified whatever it was. And so I think the laughing mimic is him is is my character saying like everything I learned was from you Great. and all of that is bullshit. Oh, I way. love it. Right? I love it. Yeah. That's so good. And that really ties in with the mother of monsters if the poison in your own home is me. You. (laughs) Okay, this is good. This is very, very good. Okay, now we're going to fill out our shared history. Okay. We each have three cards. Each of these cards will be a moment of memory. Okay. Each of these cards have a moment of memory. Got it. Uh, We'll lay out our three cards each, uh, and we'll flip them starting from the top. Top from you, I'm assuming? Great. So, uh, first off, first thing we'll do, and we'll flip them one at a time. Um, So, the first thing we'll do is we'll each flip our Clotho. The two of us go way back. We'll combine this to describe how we first met. Okay. I got Ophelia's Garden. A wilting flower crown, a dubious honor, a sickly and desperate faith, or... Allow those who crowned you to change who you are. It's got to be that. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, it, where, where it's we're going. It's got to be. So, magic beans, a misdirection, a dream sold, mm-hmm. cutting the golden goose. Oh. Or, within a seed waits a mighty beanstalk, a precious jewel, a strange-headed child. No, it has to be a dream sold. I have it to. has to be that idea that, like, something broke. And it's got to be, yeah, like, I was already a little bit established. Right. You were coming up. I believed in everything you offered. Because and, you offered an out to my problem. And and also, like, I was kind of also sold a dream. Right. In that, like, I came up in Prohibition. I came up after... I came up in the wild... Like, picturing it still as the Wild West. Right. I came up in... I got a gun, which means that I make the rules. Right. So, like, I had been sold this idea that I have ultimate power. And, you know... And so, like, I'm clinging to this idea that... that and you know it's it's allowing those who crowned you to change who you are it is it is i was given this this badge and this gun and in doing so i became this monster and i look at this from for my character looking mm-hmm. at both of these things and i think you sold me on a dream yeah. which was the ability to stamp out the evil that yep. is the cause of everything for me yep and uh which makes you the one who crowned me mm-hmm. in a way, right? Yep, yep. Like it makes you the crowner in the Ophelia's garland. Yep. That's so good. Yeah, this is falling right. out really well. All right, now we are going to flip our uh, our Lachesis. Uh, this is our relationship at its strongest. This is going to describe what brought us to the relationship. Oh, man. Like this is going to describe what connected us to each other. These are two really These good These are cards. really good. <laughs> 
Uh, I have the Pilgrim, a passing traveler, superstitious and weary, with miles still to go. Or a wanderer, bearing only a suitcase, a story, and a smile. I think it's definitely, I'm, I'm superstitious and weary. Yeah, it feels right. I definitely, there's definitely an element that, like, yeah, it's kind of like you were saying. I sold you a dream, and I sold you, like, if you want to stay alive, here's what you do. Here's here's the things that we do to stay alive and to stay ahead, like, to, to be in this position, right? Right. Like, that I'm selling you this idea that, that to keep, to stay, that in my mind, to stay on the side of the angels, despite the fact that the more we flip, the more I feel like I, maybe I was never, I mean, we've already established that I've never been on the side of the angels, but in my mind, the justifications I have made for being a murderous piece of garbage is like, well, I don't do this, this, and this. Well, we also, we see people, I don't mean to like yeah, turn it, but like we see people doing this, like people believe something so strongly that they hold to it harder yeah. to make sure that they weren't wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, like there's yeah. like, and that I think for me on your card, that with miles still to go mm-hmm. is so evocative because yep. it says like, we didn't do it. Right? No. Like, we, we believed this, we tried it, and it never, like, it didn't work. Yeah. We still have so much more to go, despite saying that if we do this, we will win. Yep. Uh, I got the vampire. Vitality to the dying, life to the dead, vengeance to the wounded. Mm. Or, a legendary monster, cold-blooded, noblesse, a parasite. And I, the parasite is yep. what's capturing me, is it feels like the relationship that we established together was me, like, if, if we're going into this mother of monsters purging the poison idea, mm-hmm. like, like I put everything into believing that you were correct, yeah. right? Like you were able to drain me of whatever I had mm-hmm. in order to succeed here. Like I went down a path that now I don't know was right. Yep. And you, you, like I was the, it, it's, it's a, uh, is it Renfold? Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. I was Renfold to your Dracula, yep. right? Like you, like I followed you willingly into hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, I'm a monster. Yeah. Sorry. No, we're just throwing I, you off this bridge. It's what I wanted. It's what I wanted. Oh, good. Good. I'm a monster. What's funny it. is in the first three cards, I was sure my guy was going to be the monster, uh, and it turns out he was turned monster. Yep. It's love. I love it. So now we're going to flip our atropo. The last time we saw each other. Oof. This is going to describe the change that we saw in our partner. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on the right path here. These are the right cards. These are the correct cards, everyone at home. Uh, I flipped Apprentice. (laughs) Yes. Bright-eyed, strong-willed, attentive, ambitious, or resentful, bullheaded, and complacent. Can it be both? One was before, and now is the other is now. I definitely think. I think that like. I think it's way more, it's way more painful if it's bright, if like, if like the last time I saw you, I thought that I could like leave it in your hand. Sure. I thought like you were, you, you, you seemed like, you seemed like you were bright eyed. You seemed like you had paid attention. You seemed like you knew all of this, which makes the fact that I'm coming back. Like it means that you didn't go far enough. Right. It means that you didn't, that like there were miles to go. We, we had more work to do. And you have become too cowardly to do what needs to be done. Oh my god. Okay, oh, so that's like peak that's like peak this is evil peak, fallen superhero. Yeah, and I'm this is peak it. dark like Sin City feeling yep. trope. So I picked the echo, mm-hmm. and the echo is a glance unseen, a shadow trailing, a desire unrequited. Or Tongue tripped with stutters, chest full of birds, head full of fog. It's definitely the first one. Yeah. The shadow trailing is really what jumps off for me. And the desire unrequited falls right in line with the grave misunderstanding, right? Yep. Like, 
like, and, and what, but what this says to me, okay, so here's the thing that's coming into my head based on what we've been building this yeah. whole time, right? So we have this dark lights cutting in from everywhere, like yep. maybe just after things went color. So it still feels monochrome yep. uh, film style feeling. Yep. And the showdown feels to me like you did leave it in my hands. You're right. Mm-hmm. Like I was the apprentice and you're like, it's time for me to be done thinking that I knew the way. Mm-hmm. And I took it. And yep. without you there, I discovered everything that we were doing that was wrong. Training yep. day style. Like, I'm yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. training day, you right? Just, you piece together, you're like, wait, this is monstrous. Right, and now I'm whoever, a lieutenant, yeah. right? A sergeant, a, a captain even. Mm-hmm. And, like, what we've discovered is the only way this city can heal is to take you down, mm-hmm. right? And I'm the guy who said, like, well, then it has to be me because, like, the blood's on my hands just yep. as much as anyone else. Like, potentially the decision that my character's making on the path from dark to light is yep. that at the end of this, I'm going to turn myself in once yeah. we stop you. Yep. Like, I'm going to admit it all to the city, tear open that wound so that the city can heal itself yep. after we're gone. Yep. Yeah. Frick. Yeah. Okay. Great. So we've now laid out, we've laid out our shared history. Now mm-hmm. we lay out our grievances. Ooh. Okay. Each of you. We're going to choose one of our facet cards. We're going to choose one of our character cards. Okay. And we're going to play it on one of our opponent's history cards. Oh. So the way this is going to work is we're going to take one of our... So, uh, we're going to take one of our cards. Yeah, we're going to take one of these. We're going to put it on the other person's card. Uh, we're going to describe how our partner's actions back then intentionally or not destroyed that facet of you forever. Oh, okay. Either the core, they undermine the fiber of your identity... The crossing, they took away what made you special. The boon, they ripped away your greatest talent. The bane, they hit you where they knew it would hurt the most. The desire, they ruined the one thing that you most wanted in the world. Or your plan, they made sure you couldn't capitalize even in when you had the chance. And just remind me the compass rose orientation of those Sure, things. sure, sure. Uh, the, the core and the crossing. The core is yes, upright. The core crossing, crossing. Is, is horizontal. Uh, the bane is to the right. The boon is to the left. The bane is to the left. The boon is to the right. Okay. Uh, the top is the desire and the bottom is the plan. Got it. So we're each going to take one and put it on top of the other person's card. Okay. Let me look at mine for a second. Um... And and it, it it this is how they hurt this facet. Yeah, this right? is how they bro- this is how they broke that facet. Not how they created that facet. No, how they how they how they undermined it and they took away that facet. Okay. Because I, I wanna go. Oh, it's gotta go on one of my his oh you're right, history cards. Yeah, history I, card. I got it. Yeah, okay. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take I've adjusted my story with the decision I just made. I'm, uh, I've got... Now I'm just adjusting mine as well. <laughs> and I think mine goes... Here. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah. Okay. You want to talk us through what we just did? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I have taken my hunter, the wolf in the woods, the monster in the water, and put it on top of... Which was my bane... Right. It was the fact that I that this is that I was the the monster lurking within and I've put it on top of vampire, a legendary monster, a, a parasite. I think that you I think we parted ways because I think that you I think it was your decision. OK, I think that you 
you got me you had to get me kicked off the force correct because i was you were like this is you you basically went public with the things that had been happening it's more and more training day every 10 yep, seconds yep, yeah yep this is peak training day of like you basically you threw me under in my mind you threw me under a bus you backstabbed me and i've been sitting rotting ever since okay so like that is you hit me where it hurt right like you 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 exposed the fact that i was doing what had to be done and you painted me as the monster. You know what that kind of feels like? It feels like Batman Begins Ra's al Ghul. Yep. Right? Like, comes back to the city to destroy it yep. because they know he he thinks he can save the yep. city I'm from I'm definitely that. coming back. To yeah. Just be like, this is, you know what? I, I've been sitting in resentment for 20 years. Right. And now I'm back. Uh, I took Goose down from my bane, the yep. soft place to land, and I've stuck it on Apprentice. And so the reason I've put it there is I think that... Bane, that soft place to land is what led me to be an apprentice yep. because I trusted you, right? Like I let down my guard. You were, you were innocent once. I was innocent once and being your apprentice, that took that away yeah. from me, you, right? Like You I thought was, you could do good and I... And I thought it. I was doing good because I believed you yeah. blindly. Yep. And then as you... As I as we went farther down the hole, I think you're right. I think I was the one who finally confronted you and said, "This is wrong." Yep, yep. I but like I think there's a lot of love in those situations. Oh, yeah. So I think I said like, "I'm going to let you go. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell anyone, but you have to retire. Yeah, you have to leave." Right. And I think that was maybe a mistake that's been haunting me. Mm. You know, like, like I lost you. Right. Yeah. Like the thing started to come to light. Everyone said like, "Oh, we need to catch him. He was actually the bad guy." Yep. And I didn't know where to find you. And I knew, but never told anyone, yep. that I was the one who let you go free. Yep. And I've spent the last 20 years looking for you. That's so good. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, this is falling right. out really well. Now we lay out. Now one of us is going to choose the field of honor. And the okay. other is going to define our weapons. Okay. We're going to be specific. The, the field of honor is the dramatic location for our duel. Okay. The weapons are specific and personal. Okay. Would you like to choose the field of honor or the weapons? I'd like to f- choose the field of honor. All right. You're going to draw two cards. Uh, and you're going to cross them, and you're going to use those two cards to describe the field of honor, and then I will do the same with the weapons. Okay, so I took... Okay. So I... I oh, I see, and I get to pick which side I'm using for yeah, each yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. great. So I got Arachne, bulbous-bodied, long-limbed, gossamer snares stronger than steel, or I got Arachne, a quiet weaver, pride of the town, odd gossip outshone by marvelous deeds. Oh, that's... Really interesting. Okay. And then the other one I got is Poppy Flute, a few discordant notes sour the ear to the symphony, or Poppy Flute, take command of your audience with a kind word and a catchy tune. Mm. So both of those things say to me, pride of the town, audience, Mm -hmm. town square. Yep. Right? So here's what I'm thinking. Here's how it feels to me based on these ideas. Our very first case together. Yep. The very first case where I was pushed down a dark path by you took place in a public setting. I'm thinking like, all right, we're saying this is the 70s, right? So I'm thinking like an old town square, like, you know, the clamshell amphitheater things took place there and something went wrong. There was a shootout in a public setting. We'll call it a parade. Sure. Yeah. We, We had a shootout chasing a guy we were sure was wrong. Yep. Okay. Yep. And we... In our doing so, shot an innocent person. Okay, yeah. And that person, we made 
to be an intentional target as a bad guy because they yep. were dead anyway and it protected ourselves. Yep, sure. Right? And so we are now back at that clamshell right at the spot that that person died, which is mm-hmm. the day it all went south. Oh, that's really good. So uh, I've decided, I've, I've got our weapons. I drew a quiet knife. Oh, no. A threat unspoken, a debt collected, a trap laid. Or an impulse unsuppressed, an instant both decisive and incisive. It's definitely a trap laid. Yeah. This is definitely, uh, and then, but also, uh, I got a scholar, which is either scrivener, documentarian, insatiably critical and curious, or overwhelmed and underpaid, dispassionate and sleep deprived. <laughs> so it's definitely, it's definitely like we are both trapping each other as like sirens and helicopters are looming right and i was the one who said like let me go in alone yeah yeah and they're just like but like also like i am coming you know we get a montage before our confrontation like uh one of it's the 70s so it's one of those peak like hammer horror dracula hunting ones yeah absolutely armor and i'm just like also unacceptable 70s guitar yep yeah absolutely and i am just fucking covered in weapons right Heck knives yeah. guns shotguns on my back like i am co- we are both we are both like you know exhausted and this is just like the end for we know that this is where it ends for both of us this is it yeah no matter what happens today neither of us walk out the question yep. is whose story survives it yep and this is this is the trap because i am trapping you because like i am coming to this confrontation to to just obliterate you and you are trapping me because like you know that there's no way out for me. Right. So it is a trap laid for both. We're both trapping each other in this situation. I like it a lot. (sighs) Okay. And then so we have, now we declare how far we intend to go. First blood, submission, or to the death. Um, And they don't have to match. Mine is for sure death. So mine, I think, is intended submission. Mm -hmm. Because I think in my belief... The only way we heal this city is if both of us are brought to trial for our crimes. Mm-hmm. I think they have to be laid bare so that the people, you know, it's the, it's the situation of like when you have a corrupt police force, the people who were abused by the corrupted police force will never trust the city mm-hmm. until those stains are laid bare by the city. Yeah. And I think that's where I'm, I believe the way to heal the city is to make, I'm, I'm Commissioner Gordon here. Yeah. Right? Like I think we have to show the city that we know that for the last 40 years, they've been screwed. And the yep. first way of making them know that is by admitting it and then uh, dealing with the problem, which is yep. you and me. Yep. Yeah, okay. It feels good. So submission is mine. Yes. All right, let me see. Let me find my find what your hand is. Oh, I like this oh, okay. so much. So, yes. So uh, what happens now... This would make a great musical. ...is we way. take our, our, our facets... And our history cards, and our our facets and our grievances. Do I keep the you keep you keep that card as well? Okay. Yes, you keep all of those cards. And do I put you them put anywhere? Them, you're you're holding them in your hand. Oh crap! And do hands. I have to remember what they are now? No, no, because they're going to unfold in like the showdown. They're going to oh, unfold okay. in new context. Uh, but what you're going to do right now is you're going to take one of those cards. Okay. Because you know exactly what you're oh, going to say. Oh, I picked up say. the... Hold on. I picked up the, uh, the the setting. You know exactly what you're going to say when this is all done. Yes. You're going to take one of those cards, and you're going to put them aside, and that's going to be your final words. You're going to put them face down and not reveal it until... Until if or, if or when... If or when, like, you, 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 you win... 
Uh, okay. All right. Now we duel. Okay. <laughs> now we take turns playing cards from our hand. Each card is an attack, a feint, a taunt, a parry, a block, a step in your deadly dance. Be as extra and over the, t uh, the top as you want. Describe how you counter the previous card and make clear your intentions, but only describe your actions in the moment, not its effect. Okay. When you cannot reply, you draw a card from the deck to take a wound. Okay. How many wounds do you get? Uh, when you don't have a response to a card, or when it feels narratively satisfying, you take a wound, you draw two cards from the deck. The first is what you lose. Your speed, your doubts, your dominant hand. Okay. Uh, you describe a memory that you have that, of your partner that parallels the wound. I remember when you took the blame for my mistake. Okay. You integrate the wound's effects into the fighting, but you keep the card face down on the table in front of you. The second card is the lesson you learn. Share as much or as little as you want about this card with your partner. It goes into your hand, and then you take your turn. When you reach three wounds, you can't hide the blood in your teeth. Flip a wound card and meet your opponent's win condition. Take the loss gracefully, or flip another wound to push through it at great personal cost and keep fighting. Oh. When you would take a wound again, flip a card to stay in the fight, but do not draw from the deck. Okay. Uh, the game ends when either a win condition is met and the loser concedes. All three of a player's wounds are flipped, and their character is too badly injured to continue. Or you run out of cards and you're at the end of your rope. I'm changing out my All right. face down. All right. Now... Uh, we draw a card from the deck to determine who starts, and we'll discuss who fits it better. And that player, uh, we just have to draw one. Yeah, draw, uh, to, no, take the card. Okay. It, put it faced up, and then we'll decide what that means. We got Holy Stricture. Warnings and fable, lessons in parable, history and folklore, or laws as esoteric as they are absolute. Ooh. Ooh. Who do we, who do we, think, who do we think that means goes first? Uh... uh. Man, it's such a good allegory for the the story we're yeah, telling. it is. I don't know that either of us hit it perfectly. I wonder if it's the warnings. I th I'm thinking it could be. I was thinking it might be laws as esoteric. Because I'm coming in lawfully? Because you're coming in lawfully and also, like, I have a rule that is, like, one of my rules is, like, they strike first. So oh. like maybe it's that you go first because my rule is, Oh, because like, then I'm everything's like, self-defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. self-defense. Then you've, then you've got a justification. Sure. 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 So you're going to use your cards, lay them down, and then describe the action that you're taking with them. With them. Okay. Okay. So. I am coming in as a nightmare. Okay. I am walking directly into the center. I'm not afraid of you. I'm mm -hmm. prepared to die. And I am saying, we haven't named these characters that matter. Uh, we can name them now. Yeah. I'm going to say my character's name. It's a very, like, Wild West 20s detective name. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go Biff Rawhide. Biff Rawhide. Biff Rawhide. All right. I'm it feels like a name from an earlier era. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming in with, um... Oh, okay. No, right. I'm coming in really hot here. Go, go for it. Great. I'm coming in with Jack Lawless. Jack Lawless is very good. <laughs> yeah. Very and Jack good. Lawless who turned to law after yep. he left you. Yep. Yes. Uh, okay, so Jack Lawless is walking in here with, with, a, with a... Biff, I'm here. I am your, I am your nightmare. I am walking mm -hmm. in to remind you of your sins past. I am standing on the exact spot we shot the innocent man that led us down this path. Mm -hmm. And I am saying, Biff, you must 
turn yourself in. All of the things you hoped to accomplish for the city can only be achieved by that. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay down apprentice, bright-eyed, strong-willed, and attentive. You gonna turn away the helicopters? You gonna turn away the tanks that are circling? You gonna turn away the SWAT cars? How much? How much? Is, how much pull do you have, Sergeant? How much pull over all of this do you have? Do you think that this ends anywhere else? Mother of monsters, I am the head of this city. You don't hold the power here anymore, Biff. I am pu purging the poison from its home. The problem with the poison is that you became it. For as much as you tried to get rid of it, you sowed more. You created discontent. You destroyed this city from within. And I am here to make sure that when you are gone, that poison is removed. And on that note, like the second that you call, you you point out that I'm the poison. I'm gonna lay down siren. A oh. message scrawled in blood. Oh. You have you. You're right. You lead this city, and that's when I pull the gun. Okay. Right. It's that's when I pull the gun and I put it right to your temple, and I'm like, you're right. You you've let you lead this city. You let all of this happen with one swift motion. And all I have, to, and so all I'm gonna do is is I'm gonna make make sure everyone knows that the person responsible for where this city is, is gone. With one swift motion, mm -hmm. from my hip, out comes my own pistol from under the trench coat. I'm not retrofitted, I looked unarmed. Yeah. This gun is now in your gut. I'm mimicking your action with the laughing mimic. <laughs> so good. So as you put a gun to my temple, you find the barrel of a pistol directly against your yep. heart. Say, do you really wanna go like this, Biff? I'm prepared to die, are you? Uh. Oh, no. True believer. True believer. I... I think I, I think I gotta... I think I... I think I hesitate for a moment, right? Okay. I it, think I hesitate for a moment. Can I jump on that hesitation? Yeah. Is that how this works? Well, I think I hesitate, and then I like go. For, I shoot you in the knee so you feel it more. Ugh. Ugh. Like, or I go for your knee, right? Like, I pull it. I like no. Actually, I'm just gonna say I straight up start to pull the trigger. I think. Like, I think I'm hesitating, but like I I come to that moment of like. No, this is where we Glacier, have to go. as you start to pull the trigger, I'm yelling out the underlying fact you don't know. The thing that drove yep. you here that no one knew. I'm saying, Biff, I know what happened to her. I know how this happened. I know how we got here. And I am ready to tell you that the very person you shot on that very first day that led us down this path, that led us to this moment right here, that person was the only one who could have saved her. I'm going to take a wound. I'm going to draw two cards. The first is what I lose. And I will describe it, but I will not reveal it. Okay. Right? Describe a memory. Uh, describe what I lose. Integrate the wound's effects, but keep the card face down on the table in front of you. Yep. Okay. This is a good game. This is a very good game. <laughs> Okay, yep, yep, there it is. Yep, there it is. Okay, that's what I've lost. And now I'm going to show you the memory that I have. Okay. Which is the patron saint of wounds endured, grievances born, grudges held. <laughs> 
or a, yep, that's the one. Oh, no. This is it is. We've you know there are hours spent driving over like talking through you know talking through. I'm gonna say, uh, this was this person was we've been actually I'm gonna say that this is happening at the funeral of the police commissioner. Okay. Um, the one person that could have stopped this, the person that died was a reporter and we we're talking and we have this moment of, we have this moment of, of like talking it through and saying, you know, talking it through and saying like, if, if, if they were what we know, like we broke into their plate. I think that, I think the memory is us standing in there and standing Moments after, you know, the, after the commissioner has been, has been, you know, killed in a mob hit and we're standing in the apartment of this like two bit uh, reporter that was covering the parade kind of as a favor, got caught up in the firefight. We, you know, we're here to plant evidence on them because, because we have to, they have to. And like in that moment, I think that there's the moment of like us, you know, me telling you like, no, it doesn't matter. He was, he was reporting on a case that wasn't, wouldn't have gone anywhere. They'd have buried it. It does not matter. He could not have exposed how deep the mob ties in this city go. It's yours now. So on that turn, yeah. on this turn, now I, I, uh, this goes into my hand and I take my turn. Yeah. On my turn, I am going to, oh, these are the cards that I discard. This is my hand. Oh, yes. Yeah, so don't, so, this goes yes, in that was, that was, that yeah, was yeah, one yeah, I already yeah, played. There it is. All right. So on that note, I'm going to play <sighs> Goose Down. I, I think I think you say that, and I just I drop, and I just kind of like I kind of sm- ha- like half a smile and say, "If you think that I haven't been, oh, that's my this is my last word. If you th- if you think I have you think I haven't made peace with everything that happened and everything we've done." In the twenty years that I've been here, and that's when I—that's when I like—I lift up the gun again, and I'm like, I'm, I'm pulling the trigger. Man, I'm going in on these like, go for the heart. I believe in you still, Biff. Mm-hmm. That's really what I'm yep. finding here. Magic beans, a dream sold, a yep. misdirection. Biff, you believed something so hard that you believed you were making the right choices, and you made a difference, and mm-hmm. that's not the same thing as making it better. Mm-hmm. And you were sold a dream, and I was sold a dream, and this city was sold a dream, and all of it was bullshit, Biff. And the city can now heal from that bullshit, but you've got to come with me. You have to come with me outside and be taken in. Ophelia's garland, a wilting flower crown, this, everything, like, the sick, we've already lost. We've, it's over. The mob won. Every, every piece of this city is owned by, is owned by the irredeemable. Do you honestly believe that one empty gesture is going to fix any of this. You close-minded and stubborn fool. My gun now comes up mm-hmm. and pointed right at you. I say, Biff, drop the gun. I gave you the chance. I gave you the niceties, but now you've got to come with me. Uh, and so we stand, we stand facing each other. Yeah. We stand facing each other gun to gun. And I, I pilgrim a wanderer bearing only a suitcase, a story and a smile. And I'm like, you're not going to pull the trigger. But I'm not either. And I, like, drop the gun. I take off the coat. And, like, 
for, for like a good minute, I take off the coat and I put guns down and I just kind of give you the like, bring it. Like, if you're going to take me in, you're not going to, you're not going to bring me in dead because it doesn't mean anything to you. You're going to have to knock me the fuck out if you want this. I do the only thing that would happen in a 1970s yep. action film in the climactic moment. Yep. I throw the gun aside and I tackle you yep. as a hunter yep. with the, with the feral fight of a hunt. Mm-hmm. Good, good. So I am going. I I'm relying on reserves. Ah oh, shit. I'm hell. I'm a fighter. Like I was hoping you were gonna do this. Because <laughs> no, then no. I'm just you know haymaker on haymaker, just just right to the side of the head, and it's just like bare paws. I'm gonna take a wound. All right. I don't have it. So you draw two cards. Okay. The first card. You'll look at the cards. The first card you draw is what you lose. So you'll 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 think about that, and you'll think about like. Oh, fuck. Okay. You'll think about, like, what that means to have lost that, and you'll put it face down. The second card is a memory. Um, so that'll, and that'll inf- inform your fighting, and then it will, you know... The first is the, what I lose. Yeah, and the second is what your is what memory that you have that parallels that wound. So you'll tell me the memory, but you'll keep, you'll keep the... Uh, You'll keep the uh, you'll share as little or as much as you want of that lesson, and you'll keep the second card in your hand. The first card will be face down in front of you. And I tell you about this card, or I keep that to myself. Uh, you can tell me. You tell me about the memory. You don't have to tell me the specific card. Okay. Um. Uh. There's a part of me that truly hoped that whatever was left inside you was I could I could appeal mm-hmm. to. I hoped more than anything it yep. would not come to this. Yep. Oh shit! All right. Okay. And so, are you it, ready for for the wound? I'm ready for the wound. Um, well, yeah, you got to keep that quiet until we get to three wounds, and then we start flipping. Oh, but them this is the memory, right? Yeah, this is the memory. So this is what I play face up and then put in yep. my hand. Yeah. Okay, great. The lovers, twin stars in orbit, inseparable partners, a whole greater than the sum of its parts. Mm. You were that. Yep. Right? Like I so the memory that I remember and it's not it has nothing to do with the case, right? Mm-hmm. It has to do with 25 years ago. Yep. 30 years ago. Right after something completely unrelated to the job. Yep. Uh, a, a family member died or or something a, a loved animal died. Like something so heartbreaking that has nothing to do with the force yeah and the first person to show up was you mm-hmm. right and you were the one to bring a beer yep. and you were the one to say like it's all right things are allowed to suck yep. like you were the one that showed me that you can have compassion within this hard-hearted yep. bullshit that's real good yeah real real good yeah all right and then i go immediately into it yep now it's your turn okay so uh 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 the vampire, mm-hmm. a legendary monster, cold-blooded noblesse, a parasite. Mm-hmm. What I'm taking from that is the idea that with every hit you're giving me, I know I'm younger. Like, yep. I know I can outlast you. I am soaking these blows because I know you can't push across the finish line, and yep. I can. And once you've hit me enough that I've bodied those blows, I am letting your heavy breathing inform my haymaker hit. Like the big, to the chin, swing for the mountains. And so what catches you off guard... Okay. Is that patron saint of wounds and okay. is that like the hits just keep coming like my breathing is getting heavy I'm tired but like fuck like I am just 
not stopping. And like you're like uh, he's just it's just like you're you're waiting it out, right? You're ducking and weaving, you're blocking blows, but even as I get tired, you're feeling drops of sweat and I'm red in the face, but I'm just the energy not, doesn't change. Just not stopping to swing. Like yeah, you yeah, can tell yeah. that this is a train that is going off its tracks. I think I have to take wound two. Okay. Take I think wound I two. Have to. All right. This other card doesn't do the yep. thing. Okay, so Okay. So I hoped that I would achieve yep. the ability to take you down with a solid swing, right? Mm-hmm. But the energy you possess is something I wasn't ready for, right. and I'm losing the ability to withstand while I wait for my retaliation. Yep. You've taken that from me. Yep. The memory, however... Oh, so actually, I realize now I'm reading it and I got it wrong. Oh, okay. The memory is is reflecting of the wound, and the second card is the lesson you learn from it. And that card you can share as little or as much as you want, and it goes in your hand. You don't have to show it to me. Oh. So the the memory has to do with the wound, and the second card is, like, how you've learned from it, and that goes into your hand to keep you fighting. Oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) It's my turn. Yep. All right. So... I walked in here with a with a I walked in here with not the greatest of intentions because yep. I knew at the end of the day I wasn't sure if I could beat you. I thought I could beat you. Yep. I thought I could talk you off the ledge, but I knew that I had to win even no matter what. Yep. And I rigged on my back a Molotov cocktail of sorts. Oh shit. And I pull it. Mhm. And I th- throw myself on you as yep. we both ignite. Yep. That is also the signal for everyone to swarm the yep. building. Wildfire. I think that that's gotta be... I, I think I... I think I just gotta call it. I don't think I can... I, I think we're both going down in a blaze I think we of both glory. Go down in, I think we both go down in flames. I think a, bla- a blaze of glory. I think people just scramble... I think that like it's the last thing that we see is like that is like the fl- like it's, it's a distance shot and it's a flare and bodies are running in and then actually I have a proposal. Yeah. As we as I collect these cards, I'm going to put all these cards aside. Well, would you like to shuffle these cards into the deck or should we put them aside? What do you think? Uh they're pretty evocative. How much we got about through 2 thirds like a third of the deck? Yeah. Um well, what is your proposal? I think I've answered the question. Is that the last thing that we see is a game of the detective solving what happened it's, here? I would say even more so than even maybe. Yeah, let's yeah, either that or are you or saying like something we did like in the a past. flashback of oh. us in, of us in the past? No, I like, like that a lot. That's where kind of the movie like fades out as it's just like this is where it ends. This is what's telling us why this all happened. And then we have this moment between the two of us in like quieter times. Yes. I love that. I, yeah, I think because I, I love that. I want to make lot. sure because I want to make sure we play at least two of the games, and I think that'll be a good like second game to play. Right? Great. Since we had this like we had this 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 you know. epic story. So yeah, playing it out, and then like it kind of just fades back to quieter times with these two characters. You know, knowing where it's gonna end, knowing where our relationship sours, and knowing how we are different fundamentally people. Yeah, I think that's gonna make for a really interesting game of the detective. I agree. All right. I really agree. Yeah, that's going to make... I think that's going to make it really, like, cool and evocative. 
Because it's going to mean that, like, because what's happening here is that we are going to try and, like, solve this this case. This is one of our cases. This might, you know. Before everything went bad, maybe this is the case where it does go bad. Yeah. But either way. Yeah. Like, this is a case that we're going to crack and we're going to see it through. And there's going to be lingering doubts over whether or not we, we solved the case properly. Right. But this is, like, a moment in our lives that is, like, fading back into the past. I love it. All right. So the detective. We are both. We are, we are. We are. We have been called to a crime scene to investigate a freshly discovered dead body. Ooh. Um. We are going to uh, flip cards, uh, and we're going to like interpret the cards, flip them, and then sort of deliberate over what it all means. So I'm going to lay out cards in a certain format. We're gonna start. Let's see. Here's the scene, the victim, the final clue. Okay. Then we have the plan. Then we have the cause of death. Wait, yep, we have the fic. Then we have the plan, then we have the cause of death and the likely culprit. Okay. We have a boon and a bane. Okay. Each of which has evidence associated with it. All of these things are connected. Okay. So we have a lot of cards that we're going to be flipping and interpreting. Sure. With, like, through, and I think it's going to be cool because they're going to interpret it kind of through our perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Maybe this is right when when the doubts are starting to creep in. Yeah, this is like a moment. This is us. This is seeing how we kind of got to this point between the two of us. So I think a a lot of this is going to be us us seeing that relationship, like, play out before its bloody, violent end. Yes. So we're going to flip these in order, and we'll go back and Kurt Russell stars in this film. Oh, for sure. This is... (laughs) This is definitely, uh, this is Kurt Russell, and I think Jack Lawless is probably Kurt Russell, because this would be 70s Kurt Russell, which right. is like peak, you right. know, Escape from New York has probably just dropped. Yes. Uh, so this is, so then this is probably, Biff Rawhide at this point would probably be like a real, real ass Western star. Mm. It's one of the like older generation, not John Wayne. Cause I don't think he would be self-aware enough to no. play the bad guy. Maybe a probably honestly, how, when did Bogart die? Cause he might Bogart, oh, I feel like would pick God, Bogart would have been so Bogart, good at this. Bogart would have done it. I think Bogart would have been good at Henry Ford, not Henry Ford. Fonda. Henry Fonda. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Henry Fonda, like peak, like, um, once upon a time in America, yeah. Henry Henry Fonda, when he was like, I'll play the bad guy. Yeah, I get it. Would have been real good. Somebody who would have been a hero in the last generation of movie pictures and is self-aware enough to say, like, I'll play the it's bad guy. It's time to be the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think Bogart would have been awesome in that role. All right. So now we flash back. It is sometime earlier in this post-war peak film noir. Yeah. Why don't you flip and tell, tell, flip the bottom right, right? Yeah, flip the bottom, flip that card, and it's the scene. Tell me what the scene of the crime is. Oh, all right, all right. I flipped which? Okay. A tight knit coven, a negotiated power beholden only to you and yours, or a sharp tongue, a cruel sense of humor, a bottomless bag of tricks. I think the scene of the crime is. This person what appears to have been mm-hmm. part of a murderous ritual. Okay. They are there are clues everywhere. We're talking yep. like stereotypical pentagrams and yep. candles and drawings in blood from the last yep. from the last game. Like we're talking like a true horror show. Yeah. That is either real or meant to throw us off. Yeah. Like it might be the Zodiac or it might just be a serial killer that's trying right. to screw with us. Right. And now I'm gonna flip the victim. I flipped a quiet knife. Uh, an impulse unsurpassed, an instant 
uh, an instant both decisive and incisive, or a threat unspoken, a debt collected, a trap laid. So I think this is... This appears to be a ritual murder. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's all of the evidence. But I think, you know, you and I are standing here. And you and I know that the person at the heart of this was a mob rat. And do, do we, is this, is this a, a, is this like we've seen this before or is this something new? This is something new. <coughs> this is something new. I'm going to say this is something new. Okay. We don't, we don't know, we don't know the, the, the cause of death yet, but okay. this is something new, but we know, we, you and I know the person, know the, per, the victim. Sure. You know, they've, 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 they've worked on us on a case. They've ID'd some people for us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we know that this is sort of a setup. Okay. Like, like, you know, between the two of us, we're like, this, this doesn't add up. This doesn't add up. That person, like that person was targeted. This was, this was a trap. Like, this is a trap to, to throw us off of the case. Yeah, right? absolutely. Like the scene of the crime here is a trap to lead, to lead us, lead us astray. And that is kind of why we're here investigating this right now. Uh, so why don't you flip this card right here for the cause of death? The cause of death. A poppy flute. A few discordant notes sour the ear to the symphony, or take command of your audience with a kind word and a catchy tune. Ooh, okay. So living in this ritual idea, yep. the cause of death appears to have been a noise. Mm-hmm. Something piercing. Yep. Shockingly unheard to the outside this room, which yep. is mysterious in and of itself, put directly into the ears until they bled yep. out the ears to death. Creepy, horrible, love it. Okay, now we're gonna, in any order, mark the following for the following cards. We can do the bane, the boon, the plan, or the dream. So mm. I'm gonna flip one. Let me flip. Let me flip the dream. Okay. Spitfire, hot-headed, flighty, a braggart, a gambler. Or, pluck and moxie, ace pilot, tamer of beasts. <coughs> oh, this is for sure, like, this person, you know, this is, this is, this person, uh, this is a hotel room. Okay. That this has been all, like, done up in. And this person, uh, we'll call him, uh... We'll call him uh, Mickey Songbird. Mickey. Mickey Songbird. That was his nickname among the among the force. Mickey he Songbird. Because he yeah. sung like a songbird. He sung like a songbird. Um, bragged about like bragged. You know, told the wrong person where he was gonna gave gave the wrong person his room key, and you know was trying to live up the high lo- the hot life of being a being a mob rat. You know, like he had police protection. Told the wrong person. The one moment that we weren't there, all of this went down. Absolutely, absolutely. Dig that. All right. Would you like to flip the bane, the boon, or the plan? How I think that I'm going to victim... go with the boon. All right. So, so I, I go... So the, the, the boon, uh, what was working in the victim's favor? Who mourns them? Helped them? What they left behind? You're going to flip all three of the cards at once. Okay. Uh, a card, which is this. Yeah connects these two B cards. Got it. So these are the things connected by that. Yeah, those things connect that. Understood. So the things are 
the spinster, a recluse obscured by obligation, rootless and efficient, or an affable hermit, a professor lost in thought, and the behemoth, an unstoppable monster paused only by heroism, or behemoth, a herd of giants, bounty to wolves, blight to flora. And remind me again what the, the boon is. The boon is what was working in the victim's favor, who mourns them, helped them, or what they left behind. Okay, great. Well, a spinster's a really easy answer to that one. Yep. Like, they leave behind a, a spouse. Yeah. Um, I would say a spouse that they tried to keep hidden from both the mob yep. and the police, right? Maybe... Um, uh, maybe in their dying moments, uh, Mickey had a um, a picture yep. or something that 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 he instinctively reached for mm-hmm. in his dying moments that tells us about this person. Um, but Mickey also has the other side of the coin, the yep. dark secret that is Mickey's true life, right? Yep. Like yep. whatever. Um, Whatever the spinster believes, the spinster could never know about this side of Mickey's life. And what ties these two horrible things together is the cursed sword. Because Mickey, once the mob found out about the wife, once they found out that Mickey uh, had the wife... And had been putting together a life that outside, getting ready to leave. Yeah, they started to figure out that that Mickey was the informant, was yep. the rat, right? And so the cursed sword is they tried to get Mickey to double play the cops. Yeah, right. Like they tried to use Mickey as a weapon by feeding us false information. Yep. Until they realized it wasn't working, which yep. is what led us to here. Yep. Love it. Awesome. So I'm gonna flip. I'm going to flip the bane. Yeah. Let's get the flame. Let's get it in. What, why someone might hurt the victim. Witnesses, fatal weaknesses, suspects, evidence. So the the the, the merging element of the two things is Empress. Ooh. Unrivaled sovereignty, a master tactician on and off the battlefield. Or consumed by the big picture, unconcerned with mortal frailty. I'm going to say I'm going to say a master tactician on and off the battlefield. Yeah, in order to accomplish all this. This is the this is our Moriarty, right? This is <laughs> this is whether real or imagined. This is this is Rawhide's. This is exactly the MO of Rawhide's like. Right. Rawhide, you know, I think I think I'm laying all of this out to you and I'm like this is it. This is what we've been working towards our entire our entire career. This is this is hitting the kingpin where it hurts. Right. Like this is the one person that like if we take them down, it changes everything. And in doing so, we are going to be the heroes that save this city. We then have luck, a called shot, a shifted spotlight, or a lucky win, or a placed bet, a lapse in judgment, or a false positive. That's really good. That's so good. It's <laughs> really good, because it means that that's all in all in Rawhide's head. Yeah. And then we have a priestess. Crackling with power, mired in blood, melancholic and distant, or a calming presence, a reality grounded, a divine presence. It is for sure crackling in power, right? Mm. And mired in blood. This is for sure, this is for sure Rawhide's, I think a lot of, a lot of the like, a lot of this is Rawhide like laying all of this out to you, right? And being like, of course, this is, this is it. This is the moment that we're going to crack this case and we're going to like... You know, it all kind of points to it all kind of points to someone with the sort of power to, to put this noise in Mickey's ear. Someone mm. with the power to to do all of these things. This all points to a kingpin, and we're finally going to do it. As I look to the story we're telling at yep. large, it feels like this is the moment where Lawless yep. realized that that Biff uses people like pawns. Yep, and 
Biff doesn't care about Mickey. Biff cares that we can get whoever killed Mickey. Yep. And this is where Lawless realizes yep. Biff will do whatever it takes and doesn't care about the people it hurts on the way. And, that, and I think it's the spinster that's making yep. that's making oh, Lawless. You're probably go. comforting this poor this poor woman. You're yeah, probably absolutely. like I'm and like, I'm, I'm like, we don't, and I'm like, I'm probably like walking back and forth almost giddily like, this is it. This is it. We've done it. This is, we're going to, we're going to do like it. Like you put Mickey in this situation because you wanted him to die because mm-hmm. this gave you the clues. And yeah. looking at that right now, I'm yep. realizing I can't be you. God, that's good. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. All right. So now we have our, uh, we have our plan, how the victim tried to attain their dream. Okay. How, how Mickey had tried to, you know, be a rock star or... Wait, is that the last that's thing? That's the last we, thing. That's the last thing we have. Flip so it. how did Mickey try to live this double life to yeah, get out? Yeah, yeah. How is he going to how is he gonna get out? Let's go with that. Uh, Arachne, a quiet weaver, pride of the town, odd gossip outshone by marvelous deeds. Mm. Mickey's thing was uh, the Kaiser Sose method. Yep. To weave a story so well that it can't that it becomes the truth. Yep. Mickey believed that if he helped the police enough. And they were able to clear him of his sins enough and take down those yep. that could that could that uh, could hurt him, right? And that could prove the opposite was yep. true. Mickey would be able to rejoin society, and and his whole master plan was he had the wife, potentially kids, and he was beginning this story where he was an upstanding citizen, and he was using the police to take out everyone who could prove otherwise. Super good, super super good. Yeah. So now we flip these last two cards in order. Okay. I'm going to flip the likely culprit, the person that we think it is, the holy stricture, warnings and fable, lessons in parable history and folklore, or laws as esoteric as they are absolute. Uh, I am going to say that this is, this is more, this is me doubling down on, like, there is, there is a person that we're pretty sure is like a, a higher up, right? Sure. This is me, this is me for sure being like, being like, everything points to them. You know, and and everything points to them, even though I think Lawless knows, I think Mickey's wife knows, I think Jeff knows, I'm feeling like Ned probably knows, (laughs) that, like, this doesn't feel like a mob hit. Right. But I'm like, this is it. We got it. We got him. Like, this is it. It connects everything. It connects Mickey. Like, it connects everything. You know, this is where we, we can use this to pin him for... For the, the, the booze smuggling and the drug smuggling and the gun and like the gun deals. And maybe half of those were actually done by you. Yeah. Right? Just to like fill the, the coffee yep. even more. Yep. Like started doing the bad things because but planting evidence that it was this person you've because been I, chasing. Because I know it's the right thing to do. Right, right, right. And I'm, I've been with you. Yep. It's law, laws to, as esoteric as they are absolute. Like if we it doesn't matter if I'm planting evidence because we know that he's responsible. We know that this is the bad person. Yeah. And it doesn't the ends justify the means. Yep, yep, yep. And so the final clue Flip the final clue. And this is either going to make it fall into place or throw a wrench in the gears. I think it might throw a wrench in the gears. Good, good. I kinda want we it. We have the scholar, the scrivener, documentarian, insatiably critical and curious, or overwhelmed and underpaid, dispassionate, and sleep-deprived. I think when this was all played out, what I discovered about Mickey's death scene was that that Biff did it. I found the final clue that said an an underpaid, overtired, dispassionate Biff could not connect the dots. And so Biff lured Mickey here, murdered Mickey... 
mm-hmm. and then called me in to corroborate the evidence yep. so that we could go take down the person that he could never connect the dots on. Okay. Yeah, I think that's I think that's exactly it. I think this is the moment that you realize I've gone too far. Too far, you killed Mickey. So now we, we, we've deliberated, we've talked about all of this as we've gone. So we've gone through step two, which is deliberation. Okay. Now we need to convict. We pick one of these cards and we, we declare it as the killer card and we make an arrest. So here's, here's how I think this plays out. Okay. I feel like this is the confrontation that split us for yep. 25 years. Yep. But I also think this is where Lawless says, I'm going to let you go. Okay. I, this yeah. is point break. Yeah, yeah, this is absolutely This go. is point break. Go and don't ever come back. Don't ever come back. I will fix this. And this is the stain on my career no one yep. could ever know. Yep. Because I never solved Mickey's crime. Yep. Absolutely. So I think- the card to convict is the scholar. Yep. I think that represents Biff. Oh, I think so. I think it... I think that... And, well, here's also what I'm going to throw out. Okay. I think if we flip it in this moment, okay, make it a documentarian, somebody insatiably curious, and I think that Biff's final moment, Biff's one last kind of like, Biff makes it hurt, okay, and basically like a, a reporter or a like somebody, somebody you know, a bookkeeper at the casino, somebody innocent gets like put in here. Oh. Biff basically is like somebody's got it. You've got it. You've got to. I think, actually, even more so than that... Do we take down the spinster? Maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't know. How does it feel? I think it's got to just be, like, somebody random at the casino or the hotel. Yeah. It's just somebody that, like... Or it's, like, a low-level... I think Biff's final words. I don't even think... Here's what... Here's actually what I'm... I'm going to keep it as... uh, Underwhelmed, underpaid, dispassionate, asleep, deprived. Because I think it's almost nobody. Because I think what Biff says is, like, if you know, you can either put an innocent person in prison and know that, or you're going to have to keep investigating this crime for the next, like, two years until it goes into cold case. Like, you can either, you can either personally be the person to investigate this and maybe, and maybe, like, and maybe give up your career or you can put an innocent person in prison. He's like, he's like, those are your options. You can either work with me, and we can take down the take down the take down the person that is responsible for all of this, or you can let him walk away. And then what? Do you keep? Do you do you chase it forever? Do you put an innocent person in jail? What is your choice here, Lawless? Make the call. And I think Lawless looks at Biff. He says, "Biff, I can't do this anymore. I cannot." Be the person fighting an unseen monster that may only exist in our heads. Yep. I am asking you as your friend, and this is the only chance I will give you, to walk away. Retire tomorrow. I will fix this, and I will fix this city on your behalf. Mm -hmm. But I will not. If you don't take this offer... I will take you down for the murder of Mickey and it will throw this city into turmoil. Yep. If you walk away quietly, we can never solve this case and I Mm -hmm. can work to purge the poisons that exist here. But if you make a fight, if you, if you try to go through with this, I will, I will fight back and I will win. I think Biff or Biff walks away, but I think that this is, this becomes, 
this becomes like the unsolved case that you can never fully crack. I wonder if Biff starts like he goes full vigilante in the 25 years. <sighs> That's really good. Right? Yep. Like in the 25 years, you're like, fine, I can't do it from the force. I'll just do it on my own. So what I want to do now, okay, we've, we've, we've cracked this, like the uns- this remains the unsolved case for the Agreed. next 25 years. Yeah. So normally we would draw a judge, we would draw, draw have the deck play the judge and draw a card for their sentence. But what okay. I want to do now is have the, ju- is have the, car- the judge be the respond, the aftermath of all of this. Like we saw that moment play out. We saw it all come to an end. We saw it come to blows. And now we've come to like, they've burned alive. Yep. And, and so the response to all of this is the sea. The kiss of the surf against the shores, sunken treasures, nets full of fish, or not a drop to drink, unfathomable distance, an abyss that light has never touched. Ooh. Also, just to be clear, the title of this movie is An Abyss That Light Has Never Touched. Yep. That is a 70s noir is film. A 70s noir if film I have title. ever heard one. And so yeah, I feel like it's just it's unfathomable distance. It is just that like the enormity of this, right? The enormity of of what Well, let me ask you. I'm going to present to you two options. Okay. And I'm going to let you kind of decide what the closing note is. Okay. Does the full scope of what Biff has done and this ultimately comes down to what Lawless, how Lawless has approached this final moment, right? Because I think that, like, I think that it is that Biff's, like, the full, Biff, is, Biff has been a vigilante and they have finally, Biff has reemerged after 20 years as a Punisher vigilante. style. Punisher style. And, like, the cops have finally tracked oh, him. Punisher. They don't know who this is. They don't know who it is until finally, like, Biff, or Lawless pieces it all together and is like, I gotta confront him. I can do this. I can bring in. I can bring in the gunslinger. So does does Lawless cover up the full scope of what Biff has done, or is it is it that no one knows? Like no one ever knows the full story of of the gunslinger. I don't know. I actually think it's a third option. All right, what is it? I think that before the showdown in the warehouse, yep. Lawless knew he wasn't going to come out. Yep. He either knew he was going to die at the hand of Biff, yep. and Biff would die at the hand of the cops, or after capturing Biff, he would take his own life, mm. because he couldn't live with what he had done yep. in these times. And he had done the safe drop, all the all the evidence is in a locker to be found after he's gone, mm-hmm. right? Yep. The, 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 the manila envelope in the desk, yep. right? And so I think with both of these men burned alive and gone... With no one to stand trial, yeah. all we have left is the evidence. And it's not just the evidence of Biff, it's the evidence of Lawless as well. Mm-hmm. With a note that basically says... Don't let it happen again. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is what we are, and we need you, need... you must stop it. Yep. I've stopped it as far as I can. And that is the, the, end, that of is the, the end of abyss, our stories. The abyss that light will never touch. And that's that's that spindle wheel micro games in a nutshell. Oh, these games are so good. That's so good. Told a hell of a story. Yeah, yeah. That was great. Listeners out there, if you draw, I will I will pay you to comic book at least some of that. Rick, that was fun. That was really good. That was so good. Ned, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was a blast. This was awesome. Thanks that for was having so me. Good. I'm obsessed. I'm yeah. like I'm jazzed up now. Yeah, this was amazing. 
So real quick, before we wrap up, where can people find you and your work online? Oh, great. I'm all over the place. So Encounter Party, which is my current podcast of D&D playing, uh, it's a heavily edited actual play. So we have scoring and a little bit of sound design and we edit out most of the table talk so that all the focus is on story and character. Mm -hmm. That's kind of our flavor to the thing. You can find that at EncounterParty.com, uh, on Facebook at EncounterParty or on Twitter or Instagram at Encounter underscore party because someone has the underscore list one, jerks. Great. Uh, you can find me at Ned Donovan wherever you do the thing. And then you can find my production company, Charging Moose Media, at chargingmoosemedia.com or at chargingmooseny wherever you do the social media. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was a hell of a game. This was a. We got dark. It got dark. It got it was, real it heavy. It got dark, but it got real good. Yeah. So now let's throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. See you, future. Take a future, me. And thanks, past me. And thanks again to Ned for coming on to the show. That game was, dang, that was so cool. Like, that was just, that was everything that I love about a good Party of One episode. It was good people and good games and great storytelling. I am, I'm over the moon with how that went. Be sure to check the show notes for everything that Ned is working on. Be sure to follow Ned on Twitter at Ned Donovan. Be sure to head to twitter.com slash charging moose NY to follow Charging Moose Media and follow Encounter Party at encounter underscore party. Then while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod. Then like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash party of one podcast. Join our Discord community at bit.ly slash party of one Discord. Talk to us about pro wrestling and gritty and I guess also the show that we make that we all love. Uh, you should also back our Patreon at patreon.com slash jeffstormer, which supports not only this podcast, but also all the games that I create, all the community effort stuff that I do. It back kind of covers everything, so go back that and, you know, help fund the show, help make sure that guests are paid and that the lights stay on and all that good stuff. Um, speaking of stuff that you should be doing, if you enjoy the show, you can also leave us a nice iTunes review or a Podchaser review or a Podbean review or... I don't know. Where do you where do you listen to your podcasts? Where wherever that is, if there's a rating mechanism and a review mechanism, leave us a review. Leave us a rating. Tell the world why you like the show. And while you're at that, tweet it at me at Party of One Pod so I can retweet it and share it and also give you a compliment and tell you what a good friend you are because it really does it means a lot when people go out of their way to say, "Hey, Jeff, I like this thing that you make." It means a lot. So please Review this on your app of choice. Share it with me on Twitter at Party of One Pod. Make my day a little bit better. It would mean a lot to me. Another thing that you could do that would mean a lot to me is listen to All My Fantasy Children, a character creation, storytelling, and world building podcast powered by you. All My Fantasy Children, every week, my best friend Eric Catano Saez and I, we take a listener submitted prompt, we spin it into an original fantasy character, and we populate a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday at allmyfantasychildren.com. Party of One is, as always, produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. Music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates, guest appearances on the show, press coverage, or really anything else, I mean, you know, I'm around. You can email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And I think that's it for me. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody.